Welcome back to another episode of Beyond the Ribbon. This podcast is brought to you by Pete's Car Smart Kia. These guys are not here just to sell you a car, but they believe in building relationships with their customers and the community. Visit their website at petescarsmartkia.com and be sure to follow them on their social media platforms as well. Hey everyone, welcome to this week's episode of Beyond the Ribbon. My name is Ryan Parnell and as always I'm joined by my co-host and oncology nurse Pam McMillan. Hello Ryan, how are you today? I'm doing good, Pam. How about yourself? I'm good. Back for another Tuesday. That's right. I think our listeners are eagerly anticipating our episode today. I think so. Are you scared of needles? Yeah, sometimes. Sometimes. And you know, I think as, as I've aged, right, mm-hmm. you kind of get more used to that, but no one just is excited about needles, right? Right. And sometimes whenever you hear acupuncture, that's the first thing that you think of. So yes. I, I'm excited to learn more about acupuncture today. Um, maybe we can get over the fear of our needles and see what the benefits are. Yeah, you know, it, it is. It's one of those things, right, you've seen on TV or movies or maybe done some research. And uh, but, but if you're uneducated about it, then it, you really can't make an informed decision. So hopefully um, our listeners today will have the education including myself, right? Mm-hmm. The education to make a, a good decision. Yes. Yeah, so I'm excited to introduce our guest today. And um, we have Tracy Mahana um, here today. How are you, Tracy? I'm doing really great today. Thank you. Thank you for coming. Absolutely. So let's just um, start from the beginning. Let's um, tell our listeners what you do and um, go from there. Well, I am a licensed acupuncturist through the state of Texas. So I'm licensed through the medical board, which is the same board that licensed your medical doctors and chiropractors. So I have a license through the medical board, which I update every two years. And I have to have about 34 continuing education hours to update the, my license each two years. And I've been licensed since 2005. So a little bit, you know, you said, (laughs) I just have to interrupt for a second. Continuing education hours, I, I think I, I cringe a little bit because I know sometimes those are hard, right? Pam, you yes. have all of your continuing education hours you have to do. Mm-hmm. Um, and you got to do them online or go to conferences and do all these things. And uh, I just know that's a chore. So that's comforting, at least, you know, from that outset of, uh, you know, you always continuing to learn more things. I love it. And I can honestly say that I've had some extremely powerful classes that I've taken that mm-hmm. have shifted my perspective and my practice just even subtly here and there. Mm-hmm. But I love that I'm encouraged to continue to like dig deeper and learn more to help people with. Yeah. So what does it take to become an acupuncturist? So I attended school in 2002 was my first semester in Austin at the Texas College of Traditional Chinese Medicine. Mm -hmm. This was the very first school in Texas that was established in 1992. And at that time, we had to do three full semesters a year for three years. So it was nine full semesters, like nine full 20-hour semesters a year. Wow. So the summer was just as full as the spring and the fall. So after completing that, you also had to have 900 hours in the clinic documented of internship. And 900 also, hours. Yeah. Oh, oh my goodness. And then also uh, taking board exams. There were mm-hmm. three different board exams that you have to take in the state of Texas to get your license. And you only get three chances to pass them, an herbal, ball, 
herbal one and a acupuncture one and a biomedical one. So once you complete your school, you complete your internship, you complete your board exams, then you apply for a license through the medical board. And if they grant you one, then you are able to be licensed in the state of Texas. Wow. Sounds like we've got an expert. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> you know, you're right, Pam. I mean, I just sit here, I'm thinking about, not, I mean, it's mind-boggling how many. 900 hours divided by eight hours nine a day. Nine semesters <laughs> and then everything and then the boards. And, yeah, so you guys following along at home, we do. We have uh, a lo- another wonderful local expert. That's awesome. Um, so let's, let's talk real in general terms. What is acupuncture? What I would say is acupuncture is a tool that uses very, very thin needles inserted into sites on the body that are called acupuncture points. And these acupuncture points are along channels, vessels, meridians, however you want to call it, like rivers. Mm -hmm. They line up on these rivers, and these rivers connect to our organs, which are the root of our body. So we have you know, five primary organs and five assisting organs. And we have an acupuncture meridian channel that connects to each one of those organs. And then we have acupuncture points that are along those vessels. So what I'm doing is I'm stimulating these points that have a well of chi or a well of energy along these channels that are connected to the organs to stimulate the the chi or the energy and the blood flow in the body so that we can have internal balance within our organs and that balance is manifested on the exterior. So for example, if you have pain, then Chinese medicine and acupuncture view that pain as a stagnation or a blockage of energy or blood in that area. Mm -hmm. So the blood and the energy is not moving like it's supposed to be in that particular area of the body that is in pain. And by inserting acupuncture points and acupuncture needles and specific acupuncture points, I'm able to stimulate that blood flow, that chi flow through that vessel. And then that gets better circulation. And then the organ is able to be supplied the appropriate amount of chi and blood and heat and cold that it needs to be in balance. Mm -hmm. Wow. So I have to ask, okay, because I know people out there are wondering. You say tiny needles. What are we talking about? <laughs> We're talking about like they are as thin as a hair. That's mm-hmm. how tiny they are. Okay. And they're not so very for, sharp either. They're not very, well, I mean, they're sharp enough to get through. Mm-hmm. So I'm not sure what nurses gauge mm-hmm. y'all use, mm-hmm. but I'm using like a 36 gauge, well, a 40 tiny. gauge. Yeah. The tiny. biggest I use is a 32 gauge. That one is a four-inch needle, and I use that one to insert into the buttock area for sciatic pain, which is one of the number one things that I treat. And because there's so much extra padunk most of the time in the booty, <laughs> mm-hmm. I have to use a larger needle to really get in there to get to that source of that right. chi or that energy that right. I'm wanting to touch base on so that I can stimulate the circulation in that area through that channel. But the needles don't go too far in. So each needle goes a different Mm -hmm. depth and even it can be according to the season we're in, how deep it goes in the summer, it doesn't need to go as deep in the winter. It goes a little bit deeper because our chi will, you know, dance with the seasons. Mm -hmm. So 
basically the average depth is about a half an inch. Mm-hmm. And that's, but everybody has a different body. Mm-hmm. And so some people have a smaller body, so I'm not going to be going as deep. And other people maybe have a larger body, so I will be having to go a little bit deeper on them. So is there different types of acupuncture? There are, because this is a medicine that's been around thousands of years. And so there are, you know, specific styles that have been like, oh, the Japanese acupuncture style Mm -hmm. or, you know, a light touch acupuncture style. So there's different styles, um, but basically it's all doing the same thing. Mm -hmm. I think that's one of the magic things about this medicine is it's so ancient that it's had the opportunity to find individual practitioners that have been able to work with the different things that they've learned about healing and medicine and the body and work, you know, basically from their own direction, but get the same results. So is it anything like acupressure? So acupressure is going to be a little bit lighter, Mm -hmm. but I think there's a, you know, acupuncture is an energy medicine. Mm -hmm. So it's working a lot with the energy, which is the chi that we had mentioned before. Mm -hmm. And there's a lot of different energy medicine out there. I mean, we really are living in a day and age where we're more energetically tuned in than we've Mm -hmm. ever been before in our history. So depending on the practitioner and maybe how tuned in they are to that energetic aspect of the medicine, you're going to have, you know, um, different results. So if you've got somebody that's super tuned into energy and they will put more energetic intent into the acupressure, Mm -hmm. they could very highly get the same results that somebody with the needles in. But just like anything, depending on what practitioner you use and maybe how schooled they are with all of the variables they're working with is what you're going to receive from that treatment. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And this is the kind of treatment too. um, We're not this is not something to replace for our survivors to replace mm-hmm. your, your, uh, modern medicine. modern medicine, I should say, you know, your chemo or your radiation or surgery and things like that. This is complimentary, you know, it comes alongside it, It's, it's, it's an add on. It's an energy medicine. Yes. So when the disease has gotten into the physical level of the physical realm as cancer does when it makes a person that sick, there's, you know, so only so much that you can do once we're at that point. So you really do have to consider all of the different tools that you can use in the toolbox in mm-hmm. order to heal and, you know, get to the other side of that life experience. And this is one of the tools that I have found is extremely beneficial in assisting in any kind of traumatic physical experience because it is working with the energetic part of the body and the modern medicine is really focusing on the physical aspect and Mm -hmm. that is what the body's needing when we are at that state of health but that is not the only aspect that we have we also have an emotional aspect and we also have a mental aspect and we also have a spiritual aspect and we also have a sexual aspect And all of those other aspects need attention as well in the healing process in order for the patient to receive the optimal health and healing that they can get. And so if you're only working with the modern medicine, 
you need somebody like this cancer survivorship or some other opportunities to have avenues of how do I work with some of these other aspects so that I can get the most optimal healing in my journey. Right. It's lots of pieces to the puzzle. Lots of pieces of the puzzle. And I do feel that that is one of the things that Chinese medicine and acupuncture um, are available. They help you with that mental, emotional, spiritual, sexual side of the the healing process so that you can, you know, continue to look at the light, the lighter part of the situation and keep your perspective in check and get the messages out of what your body's really trying to tell you when you get to that depth of illness. Mm -hmm. Like there's something really in there that the body's wanting to tell you. And that's why it went to that extreme to get your attention. Sure. Sure. You know, there's been a lot of studies. uh, I say a lot. Numerous. I, I don't know how many. Uh, s- several of them we found uh, that, that new that studies, very too. new ones. Yes, mm-hmm. as, as of 2021, they've just been published, looking at the benefits of acupuncture along with um, you know traditional medicine. You know, on fatigue, mm-hmm. pain, as you as you talked about a second ago, um, the the side effects that you get from chemo, like nausea. Um, you know, those types of things. Whether it's radiation, neuropathy. Um, all those things were really shown that a con- in conjunction with their traditional therapies, acupuncture really helped them. Definitely, because, for example, fatigue, what is fatigue? Fatigue is a lack of energy. Now, mm-hmm. how do you work with the lack of energy if you're not working with the energy? Right. So that is a perfect example of how acupuncture is one of the optimal tools to assist you with, okay, yes, you are low energy. So let's work with tonifying that energy or that chi in the body, which there are very specific points to do that and very specific tools that I use to do that so that you can at least be at the most optimal space with your energy instead of just completely at ground zero with no ability. You know, there are, I recently um, have a patient who's a mother you know, and just out of nowhere got cancer and went through the process. And the energy was her biggest obstacle mm-hmm. because you're still trying to continue to live life. Do life. And when you've got that big chunk of energy gone, it's really challenging. So, mm-hmm. you know, using different tools like diet and acupuncture and meditation are extremely beneficial for helping with fatigue. So that's just one example. So let's say we have a survivor that's gone to their oncologist and they recommend it for, let's say, neuropathy. What should that patient expect whenever they first come to see you? Is it a 30-minute appointment, an hour appointment? Is it... All of my new patients, I like to expect to see me for an hour to an hour and a half. Mm -hmm. We're going to... Um, going to go into the treatment room and we're going to sit down together and I'm just going to talk with them, talk for 15, 20, 30 minutes. Cause I want the backstory of where you're at and how you got here and what's going on. So, mm-hmm. okay. So neuropathy is what you're coming to me for, but let's go ahead and cover all the bases. Let's get in there into that mental, emotional, physical, spiritual, mm-hmm. like, what kind of treatment did you do? Where are you at with your diet? How hydrated are you? Are you doing your vitamins? Are you in that recovery? So after we discuss, you know, all of those aspects of the self, and it's interesting, sometimes some big emotion will come up. Mm-hmm. And so we've got to work through that. 
then I will have figure out which position will be better for the patient. And with neuropathy, a lot of the times laying on their back is the best position because it's usually in their hands and their feet Mm -hmm. is where I see it the most often. So we'll lay on your back and, and, you know, depending on the clothing that they wear, I might have them use a towel to drape with just Mm -hmm. so that I can get to all the areas that I need to. Usually there's going to be points from the knees down that I'll be doing and from maybe the elbows down that I'll be doing. And some uh, possibly around the rib cage because there's some really good liver points in there that we're going to work with because the liver is in charge of a lot of the blood flow. So we always, and stress, so we definitely work with the liver a lot. Once I get the patient on their position that's the most comfortable for them, and I will come back in and then I'm going to clean the surface of the body with alcohol to make sure all the sites that I'm going to insert are clean. And most of the time with neuropathy, I'm going to be doing points on the hands and feet because neuropathy is like a burning, a numbness, a tingling, sometimes a stabbing sensation. Mm -hmm. And what that is interpreted and, and diagnosed as in Chinese medicine is like a lack of circulation, some Mm -hmm. inflammation, some toxicity, some stagnation in that area. So what I'm wanting to focus on is to increase that circulation through that area and to decrease that heat, that inflammatory response that's going on and just to nurture the body to kind of get that natural flow of energy again in their body. So we'll probably do a couple points around the rib cage, some around the outside of the knees and down the legs, but a lot around the the webs of the fingers and the toes to really emphasize this is the area that my body needs to heal. So we're like kind of putting antennas into these points Mm -hmm. to message the brain and the body. This is where we want to focus our healing on during Mm -hmm. the time that we're here and for the continuous two or three days afterwards is how long that the treatment will continue to work. Then after the needles, I leave them in for about 30 minutes and I turn the lights off and we have really relaxing music and I encourage the patient to close their eyes and take some deep breaths and go inside and just listen to the journey that their mind might go on and just breathe long, deep breathing so that they can get into that parasympathetic nervous system and digest and process. So I'm really encouraging that patient to find that inner peace, that that comfort zone, that like I'm safe again, I'm healing and I'm loving and I'm really giving my body some attention and love. And then after 30 minutes, I'll come back in and take the needles out and I'll usually do a little body work, just a like a topical massage of some sort or some cupping or some mm-hmm. different tools that I use to, to really increase the flow with body work. And then the patient is free to get dressed and then check out after that. So you don't have to put a bunch of band-aids everywhere you put the needles, right? At all. And mm-hmm. if I get a drop of blood, maybe one or two on maybe one or two points, which doesn't happen with everybody, that's really all there is. It's never more than like maybe a drop. So is there any precautions that um, our cancer survivors need to be aware of whenever their blood counts are low? Is that something that you can still do or is that something that they need to talk to their physician about? So the only thing that a blood count that would be low would come with would maybe be some low chi or -hmm. energy as well, because the blood and the chi are one. Mm -hmm. They work together, 
the blood would not have life if it didn't have that energy force to give it life. Mm -hmm. So that's how weaved they are together. They're yin and yang. So what I would hear if I heard there was low blood counts is I would hear that there's low chi as well, which would just indicate to me to be use maybe less needles because Mm -hmm. they don't have as much blood to move. And so we need to just be more gentle with the moving. But other than that, there's no problem whatsoever with the low blood count. Are there any, like, you, you touched on just a second about maybe a little drop of blood or things like that, but are there any other side effects like that? Really, uh, truthfully, I mean, bruising can happen ever so often, not very frequent at all. I always have Arnica, which is a homeopathic gel that helps with bruising and swelling, so I can tell the minute I take the needle out that it's going to leave a bruise by the way that it reacts when I take the needle out and I'll put that on there to kind of make it not too bruised. Mm-hmm. Um, and very, very rarely will I have a patient that might get a headache, maybe some nausea, maybe just fill in some like detox, what I call them symptoms. Cause we got so mm-hmm. much energy and blood moving that the body was like, Ooh, I need to process that. And it can kind of process it with a little bit of, you know, nausea, fatigue, but that happens once in every 40 or 50 or probably not even that many. I mean, very, so rarely that when it does happen, I'm like, okay, this is normal, but it doesn't happen that often. So I didn't tell you when you got here, Mm -hmm. but you know, the last patient that that happened to, she had has Chiari and she had been having migraines severely for months And I, after my treatment with her, she went home and got sick and threw up a whole lot and just felt fluish and then has not had a headache since. And it's been like five weeks. So if your body is reacting in that way, it is your body trying to self-regulate, trying to normalize, trying to balance. And sometimes we can feel that Mm -hmm. and it's uncomfortable. So what are some other reasons maybe the survivors should come and see you for treatment wise? Like we talked about neuropathy. Does it help with sleep? Extremely beneficial with sleep. Mm -hmm. Extremely beneficial with anxiety. I do see a lot of survivors, you know, I mean, it's traumatic. It's like Mm -hmm. a PTSD that they're living with now. Mm -hmm. And so what do you do for the PTSD? Like just always having that like thing following you around what if it comes back so you know really working with keeping the body in balance because the body went through this major trauma physically emotionally spiritually Mm -hmm. and mentally and so utilizing any energetic tools that you can find to take your power back and live your life to the fullest because you got this second chance and now it's all about perspective and living life and you've got that like oh okay I'm not invincible and oh yes I might you know die sooner than I thought so now I want to live my life in the most optimal, amazing way possible. And there's an amazing amount of tools in this community that are available to help people with that trauma. So I think that would be a huge reason. Mm -hmm. But, you know, like you said, fatigue, uh, lack of libido, that's Mm -hmm. a huge one. Um, You know, just getting the sleep patterns back. And like I said, that anxiety, that stress, and that fear that can come along with that. Because in Chinese medicine, our emotions are connected to our organs. And so if fear is the, the emotion that you're kind of left with after 
you survive and you're through the treatment, then that indicates to me that the kidneys are needing a little bit more attention and needing some help. Mm -hmm. If it's anxiety, that's the highest emotion that you're left with. And that's telling me the heart needs a little bit of attention to be calmed and to be, you know, soothed or worry would be the spleen and, or grief is the lungs. And so we really are able to look at the body holistically and say, this is just messages that your body's giving you. This Mm -hmm. is not who you are. And there are many tools available to help you find that balance so that you can have that optimal, happy living life. What about nausea? Can it help with that? Extremely beneficial for nausea. There's very specific points for nausea. Mm -hmm. There's very specific acupressure points for nausea. But what nausea is, is a chi rebellion. So that energy in the stomach is supposed to go down. Mm -hmm. But when we're nauseated, the energy in the stomach is going up. Mm -hmm. So it's redirecting the energy flow. And there's specific points that redirect the energy flow down. So that's how it helps with nausea. Yeah. You know, uh, Pam, we were talking just a second ago about one of the studies that you and I looked at. Mm -hmm. And it talked about uh, electroacupuncture. Mm -hmm. And I know um, you had mentioned before we started that you do that on occasion. Mm -hmm. And then the other one was the auricular uh, acupuncture. Can we talk about those? So auricular acupuncture I use regularly in my practice. There are specific points that are good for stress, anxiety, addiction, but really just calming the mind, calming the spirit, relaxing the body. There's also points that are very connected to the liver, the lungs, the kidneys, so you can work with it using that. I worked a lot with it during 2020 with the post-traumatic that we were dealing with, with what was going on with that. Mm -hmm. So I have like ear seeds that I can apply to the points in the ear so that the patient can continue to do acupressure on those points themselves. And I had one of my regular patients is an ER doctor and she texted me and said, wow, I can really tell those ear points are helping me Mm -hmm. because, you know, she was one of those patients of mine that I was like, oh, I'm giving her extra love and attention because I know you're in the (laughs) midst of like crazy. Yeah. And so when I, you know, just little things like that, that I could use to help her get through the intensity of the maxed out hospital situation that we had in the sure. fall winter. So now tell, you said these are seeds. They're like little tiny seeds or BBs mm. or like black balls. And then they have a piece of tape on the outside so that it can tape to that specific point in the air. And uh-huh. then you're able to just pressure it and they can last up to seven to 10 days, depending on how much you mess with your ears or how wet they get when you're showering mm-hmm. or whatever. So what is the needle that goes right in between the eyes? Well, that point <laughs> is called yin tong. Mm-hmm. It is one of my most favorite points to receive myself. But that point is just kind of taking all of that self-talk and that, you know, that's going on in our head all the time <laughs> and just sends it down and helps you ground into the present moment and the present time so that you can really be present and relax and just feel your energy, you know, recalibrate. I know when I did acupuncture, that was my favorite point because it just seemed like it was very calming. Very calming. <laughs> That's why it's one of my favorites as well. And you said you, you also do the electroacupuncture as well. Yes, and bit. so the electrical acupuncture um, is a like an e-stim machine, and I have 
what we would say little tiny baby jumper cables that I will hit connect to the needles Mm -hmm. and then I will slowly turn the machine on and slowly increase the electrical stimulation through the needles until they can feel it and then I'll go a little bit more until they feel like okay that's about my max and then so they'll have that electrical pulse going through the needle and through that area for that extra stimulation during the acupuncture wow there's a lot. There is a lot. It's not just placing needles. <laughs> no. I mean, as, you would, as someone who's uneducated would think, uh, not making light of it, but I mean, that's what, you know, if you don't know, that's kind of what you feel like it is. And you talked about cupping. Do you do cupping with acupuncture? I mean, I would say 99% of the time I do some sort of body work with, in conjunction with the acupuncture mm-hmm. to just help the person maybe come back into their body after they've been really relaxed and help them wake up and help get that blood circulating because we really just focused on the energy and the chi circulating. So now I'm really focusing on the blood circulation. So cupping is one of the most favorite tools that I have that I learned from a Chinese woman while I was in acupuncture school. And it was like the number one tool that she used. And that was 16, 17, 18 years ago that I learned this technique and I have done it oh, on thousands of people over the last 16, 17 years. Um, but I love cupping because what we're doing is replacing, I personally use fire cupping. Mm-hmm. So my cupping may be a little bit different than other practitioners and massage therapists that use like a cupping with a, a gun that sucks the air out, like mm-hmm. a little pump. pump. So mine is, I use 90% alcohol with fire on a cotton ball and hemostats, and I stick it into the glass jar and then stick it onto the skin. And when I stick it onto the skin, it creates like a hickey. Mm -hmm. So it's pulling that blood to the surface, and it's circulating through that lymph. And when I take the cup off, it is like in a diagnostic tool, because each individual has a totally different thing that shows up with the cups. Mm-hmm. So depending on the color or the presentation that comes up when the cup is on there, it gives me an idea if there's too much cold, heat, toxins, stagnation, um, blockage. And so the cupping is a really useful diagnostic tool, but also extremely beneficial to help with the lymph system and circulating out toxins and inflammation and blockages. Is there also something called a tuning fork? So I use uh, tuning forks, and the tuning fork that I use specifically is the tuning fork that vibrates at the sound of um. Mm-hmm. And so I use these tuning forks on the acupuncture points to just once again help balance that chi, balance those meridians, and bring that heart into a calm, centered state by using that sound frequency, that sound vibration that our body can recognize. You know, Pam, uh, Tracy, when you're you're talking about the cupping, um, some of our listeners may remember when uh, Michael Phelps was in the Olympics. Mm -hmm. And I think that was one of the times that that brought like a lot of notoriety. Like, what are these circles all over his (laughs) arms and back? You know, these, you're right. For lack of a better way of describing it, it looks like a a perfectly round hickey. And um, that brought a lot of attention to to the, the form of cupping and so forth. 
And at that point, I had already been doing it for like 10 plus years in a very conservative community that was kind of like, what are you doing? Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I was like, thank you (laughs) for making it more mainstream because it's so beneficial. I can't even say how beneficial it is, you know, and even... A few weeks ago, one of my patients is a football player at WT, and he comes regularly to help with his body, and he had cupping all over his shoulders. So the team had a practitioner of some sort that helped with his shoulder injury that he had experienced on yeah. like onset of with mm-hmm. some cupping. And so it's becoming so much more mainstream because I think I think it's being recognized for its ancient, you know, time it's been on this planet and its extreme healing benefits. Wow. So when patients come to you, is it a one and done treatment and you've fixed them or how often do they have to come back? Well, I feel that each individual is an individual. So the number of times that each individual needs is really based on that specific individual. And the reason for that is, is that each person has their own lifestyle, their own mental patterns, emotional patterns, physical patterns, spiritual patterns, etc. Once again, that are, you know, either feeding the imbalance or correcting the imbalance. And mm-hmm. so depending on each individual's level of their own self-care could influence how much they need to see me. I personally recommend at least four treatments in the beginning. Give me four chances because really the first one, most of the time you've got anxiety. You have no idea what I'm going to do. You don't know me. So the first one, I'm really getting you comfortable and helping you feel secure and safe and like giving you the introduction and, you know, the body might or might not relax really well. Um, But most of the time I do get amazing reactions to the first treatment and most of mostly it's like oh wow I feel so amazing or I feel so relaxed or I feel just like I've never felt this way before Mm -hmm. you know but that's to me it's just like like if there's a large boulder I just gave it a big push but it needs a couple more pushes to get it rolling Mm -hmm. and so I say one treatment a week for four weeks is the most optimal way to have the best experience with it because you're really gonna see in four treatments, what it's going to do for you. And maybe the neuropathy isn't gone, but you're sleeping better and your spirits are better and you kind of have a different outlook on everything. And, oh, well, maybe the burning's not so bad. It's just tingling now. So because it's an energy medicine, we're working really subtly most of the time. Now, that doesn't mean that I don't have a patient that's like, oh, wow, one treatment and I never had a headache again. Now I've Mm -hmm. heard that. So I don't like to say this is what it's going to be because people are like, what do I expect? And I'm like, everybody's different. Everybody's mm-hmm. different. And I don't yeah. want to lay that out for you in the beginning because I. what if you are one of those one treatment people? But a lot of the times it's more than one treatment. And I say at least four because in four they're going to see, wow, this really can help me. Now, that doesn't mean they stop at four. That means now let's evaluate what you got out of those four treatments do you feel like you were ready to come today or do you feel like you could have gone another week? Mm-hmm. Well, let's try to push it out two weeks now. And ideally, I mean, and ideally this is going to be a therapy that they can maintenance their body with forever. You mm-hmm. know, like if they ever feel like, Oh, my back is all of a sudden bothering me. I'm here for you. Right. Mm-hmm. Or, or, Oh, I'm just really low in the winters and I just get really depressed and I don't know. I'm here for you. So it's really about using this as a tool to help balance your 
all the aspects of yourself throughout your, the rest of your life, but really getting that introduction to what it can do for you so you know when and where you need to use it in your specific life. So um, another question that often comes up is cost. Is it expensive? Insurance cover it? Insurance is covering more and more every day. Mm-hmm. So um, I do feel like we don't have a whole lot longer till it is going to be more on board. Um, I don't bill insurance in my office just because of that is a huge project in its own. And I'm mm-hmm. a mother of three children <laughs> and I, you know, am already have a full time job at home. So I try to just give my patients my all at my office and then mm-hmm. I go home mm-hmm. Um, but I have always felt so passionate about sharing this medicine that I've wanted to be able to continue to support my family while making it available to people. Right. So I charge $80 an appointment. Mm -hmm. The first time I charge 120 Mm -hmm. because we do a lot more of the intake and we dig deep and we like are really together. And then the follow up sessions are $80 a session. And with a new patient, because I really feel that four treatments is the least amount they need to start out with, I do have some incentive and say, if you'll pay for four up front, then I'll knock that consultation fee off. And then you'll just get your first four treatments for 80 instead of having to pay that 120. Mm -hmm. So I offer package deals so that you still get, you know, like a person off if you're going to be one of those regular people that want to come frequently. And that way you don't have to do that check-in thing and check Mm -hmm. out. I do have a lot of regulars that come for maintenance regularly. So it's like offer that cost of massage. I mean, definitely very, very, uh, comparative, you know, Mm -hmm. I tell you, uh, Pam, Tracy said one thing a second ago that I think, I hope our listeners picked up on, which is why we're doing this podcast today is we're here for you. Mm -hmm. You know, I'm here for you. You've got this. I'm here for you. I mean, there's again, a similarity with us. We're here for you. We're here for you for education. We're here for you for, um, resources. We're here for you, you know, when you're not eating right and maybe you need some dietary changes, we have Mm -hmm. that, or you're just not feeling emotionally well. And we've got counselors that you can speak to. I mean, we're here for you. Right. And that's, what's really cool about this kind of a complimentary, you know, how, uh, why we have you today, Tracy, Mm -hmm. is because we feel like it's important to share all this information and be here for our survivors. And so, uh, gosh, I just want to thank you for coming on today. Um, and well, being just, you. just an open book as to here's how this works and educate us. And there's a lot of opportunities. I'm, I mean, more than just maybe what some of our folks were thinking about. Right. Definitely. So I do have a question. We offer Qigong. Does that help in any way? I mean, like, well, Qigong uh-huh. is definitely, um, working with the body the same way that acupuncture would work with the body, just mm-hmm. in a, in a different way. So mm-hmm. you're moving the chi on the inside, but you're using these ancient movements of your physical body and mind thought to move that chi. Mm -hmm. So it is extremely beneficial and would definitely work, you know, in a way that acupuncture would work as well. I think, um, you know, acupuncture is more physical and like in your face and you can feel it. And so Mm -hmm. you're like, Oh yeah. Okay. That's the chi. Oh, okay. I can tell the difference. Qigong might be a little bit more subtle, especially if you're not, completely aware of what you're working with, mm-hmm. you know, so, but Qigong is extremely beneficial for helping balance the Qi and the blood flow. And so the that's body. another tool in yeah, the toolbox. Absolutely. What about Tai Chi? 
So Tai Chi is moving the energy on the outside of our body. So mm-hmm. we're, instead of focusing on the inside and moving that Chi on the Tai Chi, we're, we're kind of working with it on the outside of the body. So once again, you're aware of the Chi, you're tuned into it, you're feeling it, and you're mm-hmm. moving it, which is definitely the key. And yoga as well. Yoga, using the breath, the movement, that quieting that mind, that quieting that spirit, and just moving your body in a way that moves the chi because you've got, you're kind of weaving in all of those things together. Sounds like we've got some pretty powerful tools (laughs) in our toolbox here. Once again, and and Tracy, we've said this countless times on our podcast, um, all the things we offer here at the center are really there for a reason. It's not just because they're like, Hey, I know somebody that can teach Qigong. Let's do that. Or I know somebody that, that likes yoga. Maybe they'll teach a class. It's really designed as specific tools. And so, you know, that's, what's unique and cool about everything being complimentary together. It just works so well hand in hand. And speaking of complimentary, Pam, how much does it cost to come here? Free. It's free. Yeah. So you can come to a Qi uh, gong class or a tai chi class or a yoga class or water and if you don't enjoy it and it doesn't do something for you you've not lost anything and maybe that's a starting point for people to before they go to acupuncture just yeah. to see what it's about and then yeah go see Give tracy that's well right. and just opening yourself to receive healing in all ways and not mm-hmm. limiting yourself that healing only comes in one way. It comes in all ways. And y'all are offering this beautiful gift to this community that is just priceless, priceless, Mm -hmm. because you're working with the energy and you're working with allowing people to move their emotions and quiet their mind and -hmm. connect to God Mm -hmm. and spirit and, and, you know, feel their body relax. And those are key components to healing. Right. It's very true. Tracy, where can our folks uh, find you? How can they reach out to you if they have questions or they've now listened to this podcast and said, I got to go. I got to go get this. So I have a clinic called Acupuncture and Holistic Medicine Clinic. I have a Facebook page. I also have an Instagram page with those names. So those would be two ways to catch me on social media. Okay. Um. I am located downtown. I've been there since April 28th of last year. So I'm at 321 Southwest 7th Street downtown. I have a beautiful clinic. A neurologist was there before me. So it's very set up in a very clinical, beautiful way. I have three treatment rooms. It also has an art gallery in it. My husband has an art gallery in my clinic. So you Mm -hmm. get that healing arts aspect as well at my space. And we have a new artist every two months. So that's been a beautiful cool. addition to the healing space. You kind of mm-hmm. get to work with the different energy that comes through with the art. Um, and it's so it's downtown, adjacent, like kind of catty cornered from that, the tallest building downtown. So I'm real easy to find. Easy, easy to find. Mm-hmm. <laughs> easy landmark. So you can also call the clinic. It's 806-331-3222. That's a way. You know, I have my mother. She is my receptionist. She's amazing. She's got the most beautiful personality, and she makes everybody feel comfortable and safe and at home and awesome. like they're her best friend. So she spends a lot of her day just hanging out with people while they're waiting mm-hmm. on me or finishing up and mm-hmm. checking people out and really just making it a safe, comfortable, healing space for everybody. Um, so she's just there. You know, we're both there four days a week, uh, Tuesday through Friday. 
Um, so, but you can always call and leave a message because like I said, I'm a mother of three. I have a 14 year old, a 10 year old and a two and a half year old. So when You're I'm a busy not mom. at the clinic, <laughs> just doing my magic with my patients, I am busy, busy Running. trying to yeah. hold it down at the yeah. house. <laughs> totally understand that. We do, don't we? We do. <laughs> well, you know, Tracy, one of the things we always like to end with is, uh, what we call a Pete's powerful moment. Uh, special thanks to Pete's CarSmart Kia for sponsoring our podcast and helping us uh, get all this great educational information out there. And, and we always like to ask our guests to share a Pete's powerful moment. Do you have one for us? I do. Um, you know, I have a, a patient that extremely healthy, and um, she did one of those tests that you for colon cancer, but mm -hmm. it was one of those at home kits mm -hmm. that you do when you send in. Yeah. So she did that one and it came back clear and she was like, great. Well, then she had gone to a bigger clinic just to kind of do an all over check and they found she had a stage two or stage three colon cancer. Mm. Oh, wow. So she ended up having to have a significant amount of her colon cut out. And when she came to me, she looked completely traumatized from just the surgery and the hospital stay and what had happened to her body. Like I said, she was an, ex she's, a, she is a very extremely healthy woman. And so she ended up, um, dealing with some, just the repercussions of that with, you know, lots of bowel movements, her body trying to adjust to this trauma, um, eating and then having to go to the bathroom and just mm -hmm. the, tr the trauma and the depression and the, like what just happened to my world, my safety net, and so working with acupuncture and moxibustion, which is mugwort, which is a Chinese herb that they grind up and make into like a cigar type of form. Mm -hmm. So I use that mugwort and I put it in a box and I light it on fire and I put it on her feet. And what its function is, is to tonify that chi and to raise that chi so that the body could hold the food in her body so she could get all the nutrients that she needed from her food and help to, to redirect the energy flow. So mm -hmm. when we, she had the surgery, it was directing the chi down because the body went through that trauma. So she was having so many bowel movements, 10 to 12 a day, that she was just not ever feeling safe to go out. And so with treatments regularly, over a couple of, I would say maybe six to eight weeks, um, she feels so much more comfortable with her bowel movements and they've slowed down and they're more solid and she is doing amazing and, you know, um, has her numbers are, she's in recovery. So, um, uh -huh. that's a really amazing story. And, and obviously I don't feel like I can take 100% credit for that because this individual changed her lifestyle. She changed her eating habits. She changed her stress habits, her job. She changed the variables around hers because she dug into this is what I'm dealing with and I'm going to heal it. And I was just one of the tools that she worked with. But like I said, specifically, I knew energetically what the body was doing. So I used my tools to help rebalance and recalibrate those energies so that her body could heal faster. That's awesome. Oh, yeah. It's awesome. Absolutely. So, Ryan, what should our listeners do um, like we like to tell them yeah, to do? Yeah, you know, um, we always say hit all the buttons, Tracy. We want them to share our podcast, like our podcast, subscribe to the podcast, and, and, and share it with somebody that needs to know. You know, um, survivors know survivors. 
and caregivers and so forth. And so they know, you know, who needs to hear this. And it's important to take this good information and not really keep it to yourself. You know, we want you to let this information go. So pass this on, share this information again, subscribe to our podcast, and then also leave a review. You know, if you're, especially on iTunes, leave a review because then that gets, uh, it kind of moves up the chain, if you will, it becomes more Mm -hmm. noticeable. So we want folks to leave a review, uh, of course, goods and bads, but we know it's only going to be goods, right, Pam? That's right. Only goods. (laughs) Only goods. That's right. And then what they need to do is make a plan to be back here next week. Uh, we'll have another new guest for them and share some great information on Beyond the Ribbon. Until next week. Until next week. Thanks so much. Thank you for joining us for this episode of Beyond the Ribbon. Make sure to subscribe to our weekly podcast and follow us on social media for news and updates. If you'd like more information about the 24 Hours in the Canyon Cancer Survivorship Center, please visit our website, 24survivorship.org. Thanks again, and we'll be back next week.